Successfully Unstuck is a weekly podcast hosted by me, Jojo, created to help successful people who feel stuck move forward to pursue a path of feeling whole and excited. Let's get moving. Hey, it's Jojo here, and today we're going to talk about a topic that is not always easy to dive into, but in order to be open and honest and share with you my journey that I still feel like is a journey of success, I want you to have a realistic vision of what I'm walking through. I feel very close to you, and it's really important to me that you know the ebbs and flows of my life as much as possible. I want to give you a heads up that I'm going to be talking about grief and this could trigger you, open up a wound that hasn't healed. Um, If you have lost someone close to you, you know that it's a wound that That never heals. You just learn how to deal. And I completely understand if you need to pause this episode or skip it or come back later. Please do what you need to do for you. That's what I've been doing lately. And I'm feeling so much better. At the time of this episode, we've gone through so much, let alone experiencing death of loved ones just coming out of the pandemic, I am barely starting to feel like myself. I feel like we were in a fog emotionally, I was. And after sadness, there are often celebrations. I celebrate my lost ones by saying their names, by telling stories about them, by remembering them and noticing them in me. My life is lived by the conversations that I would have and continuing those and thinking about how people who I love that I've lost would respond to what I'm doing or what I'm saying. And I'm laughing now because I do think of their laughs too. Going back first to honor both of my grandmothers. My grandma Amy passed when I was only 20 years old and that was probably the first death that I experienced that was very close to me. But at 20, really, I was still somewhat of a child. My grandmother lived far away and we had been communicating and I didn't go see her. I just... Yeah, wish I would have spent more time with my grandma, Amy. She was so sweet and funny. And I know that that's a wound that my mom still feels now. And losing my grandmother at that age really changed how I interact with people now, making sure I get my time in and feeling that closeness. My other grandma, Grandma Callie, who I am named after, I am Callie Joe. We lost her just a couple of years ago, and she was feisty, surprise, surprise, and I really enjoyed my time with her. She was 99 when we lost her, and I had taken care of her many times when she would come stay with my dad, so we have a very special closeness, and 
more recently, we lost my friend Nicole. She was the baby sister of my twin friends from high school and her laugh was everything. And I just wanna take this time to honor her because my friends uh, have, they're like family to me. And Vanessa has uh, walked with me through so much. And the devastating news that we received of losing my brother Elijah changed me in a way that I can't even explain. My best memories of Elijah are during our childhood. We were latchkey kids having fun. Me, my older sister, and my brother laughing skating outside, basketball, riding bikes. And we see him in all of the kids, the grandkids, um, have his either his features or his personality. Two weeks after we lost Elijah, then our community lost a dear friend, Bob. He was a light to so many. And with that, I was just lost. Bob was so special. And it was, I always tell the story about how I felt so special to be his friend. And then I heard all of these stories about him being this amazing friend to so many people. I don't know how he had the capacity to do it. He touched the lives of kids the entire community, and of course, me. I didn't know who I was or what I wanted by the end of this summer where we had lost really three people. And this is what grief allowed me to do because the grief was so deep I had to withdraw from the rat race. I had to feel those feelings. I had to assess my own life situation. And I had to evaluate if I was living out my dreams or even just having the impact on the community to the best of my ability. That's something that's really important to me. Dance is the identity that I wore, and I didn't know if I wanted to wear it anymore at that point. But that didn't mean that I didn't love dance. I just, I wasn't sure why I was doing anything anymore. I viewed it as the top. Dance was my ceiling, and because I have made a living from dance, I felt like it was all I could do. And now at this point when I was just stopping everything, I was debating if there was more that I wanted or more that I could do because I, I love variety. And with the help of a very dynamic coach, Nicole, she had a conversation with me and it was actually between my brother and my friend Bob passing and 
she helped me see that what I had been looking for in life was permission and grief made me give myself permission to stop, stop achieving, stop climbing and just see if I was working hard in the direction that I wanted to go. So I am a high achiever and I like recognition and I love building things and I love, you know, programs and I still wanted to do that, but I didn't know if it was just with dance. So I just wanted to freeze and see what was coming to me. And I think that I felt like, okay, now everyone will understand. So the outside forces that I allowed to push me, I allowed them to push me. I wouldn't tell them no. And sometimes I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So if someone suggested it, then that's the direction I went. But now I could get everyone to stop. And I'm so sorry that it took so much heartbreak for me to take a moment for myself and see what was going to come to me. So in those low moments, it was a rush of freedom and a time of return to just me, like the little girl, like Jojo. And not even the little girl, not, not elementary age, <laughs> where I was like imagining, you know, the world in front of me, but, you know, maybe this college age where I had all these choices. I live like those choices have been taken from me, but they haven't. Grief allowed me to demand love from people, demand help, and stop being superwoman. I don't know if you all have realized that many women are tired of being called strong <laughs> and don't want to um, have piles of, of hard work and grief piled upon them and be called superwoman. It's actually not flattering anymore. It leads to burnout. So after hours and hours of tears and more tears, <laughs> I finally smiled. Because I took the time to stop, love arose. Because I stopped, love was able to come to me and my high school friends showed up. They always do. And yes, I have a lot of friends everywhere, but my high school friends sent me to Columbia. <laughs> my high school friends were here cleaning my house and helping me through remembering my brother. They showed up and yes, they drank all my wine, Shantae, at my house, which is fine. They cleaned. They took off work, covered classes for me, and loved my children. They reminded me to find a therapist, which I have. And 
I know that not everyone knew what I was going through at the time, but you all still carry me and I love you. And I will not go back to neglecting my own needs. That's what made me see that I could accept help. It was stopping and, and allowing. I knew I didn't want to you know, have a breakdown going through this time. I had to take the help. But in day-to-day life, we can take help. And that's what I've started to do. I'll embrace the memories of loved ones and have the peace that I loved them the best that I could. I live without regret because I loved them with my actions. I only wish we had more time. I don't have to be anything. I am me. Callie, mom of Micah and Seth. I live for them. I live for you. So if you need to, grieve. I never want to be called strong again. This broke me, but love will carry me. Why grief? Why did I dedicate a whole episode to this? Because it's real. You're living through it. And I would love to hear about your loved ones too. Whenever I do hear that someone has lost a loved one, I immediately send them a message and let them know that they can tell me stories about their loved one over and over again because I feel like those memories are so beautiful and sometimes people may not know who they can talk to. In my family, we were all going through it, so I did try not to burden people with my, you know, my grief. And because normally my family, I'd run to my mom and dad and they were my support and I just didn't want to make things heavier. So I do offer that to people around me who may be going through it. I want you to know what I'm coming through as we have an explosive new year coming and why I take every moment I need to. Why I call my gentle giants my babies. People always think it's so funny because my boys literally are giants. If you're, um, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you can see pictures of us and how tall they are. But they're precious. They're so precious. And yeah, I still refer to them as my babies. And people are surprised that I don't have um, toddlers because the way I talk about them. I want to encourage you to feel your feelings, take your time, lift up someone else. I still have people walking with me and I will walk with you. I didn't realize how bad the pain could be. And I keep thinking of friends who have lost their parent, friends that are really close to me. And I, I still just could not. I didn't understand the pain that I'm sure is still there. I'm coming back to who I am, not who I should be. 
taking that word out of my vocabulary. I wish it wasn't grief that caused so much reflection for me, but I will be a light and remember the light of my loved ones. You can get through it, I can get through it, but we don't have to forget. It's by remembering the people we love and how they would want us to live and how we share love with people who are still with us that's going to help us thrive. I would love to hear a story about your loved one. You can absolutely feel free to DM me at Callie Rich Neal on Facebook or on Instagram at jojos.dance or you can send an email to info at jojosdance.com. Let's move forward together as we've all gone through some hard times at one point or another and value the people who we can lean on and who allow us to keep shining, the people who still need us so that our ripple touches their lives, the people who make us smile, who make us laugh. Thank you again for walking through this with me and I'm excited to share with you in the upcoming weeks what we have to bring in the new year and how I'm going to keep connecting with the community. Have a wonderful day. This is Micah, producer of Successfully Unstuck with JoJo, thanking you for listening and growing with us. Successfully Unstuck is not only a podcast, but a community of high achievers who want to use the creativity to surpass obstacles and live a more fulfilling life. Level up yours and start making an impact on others. Join the Successfully Unstuck Facebook community and start sharing your wins. We are rooting for you. This is Micah, signing off.